Welcome to the first ever episode of The B-Sides, a global mix of culture, ideas, and conversation. I'm your Pakistan-born, Virginia-raised, New York-schooled, DC-based host, Bilal Qureshi, and joining me today for this inaugural episode is my very first guest, the one and only Anoushe Hussain of AnoucheSpoint.com. Anoushe, welcome. Hi, Bilal. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for having me. That, that very, very generous hello was also because Anusha and I go way back to school, and this is a... A friendly, professional collaboration with my intellectual soulmate. Yes, and we both are great lovers of movies, culture, music, and Anusha writes a lot about not only culture, but society more broadly, and one issue in particular. And so, Anusha, tell us a little bit about what you write about. I love to write about women's rights, and I love to bring a global perspective on these issues, but really the intersection of women, culture, and politics, and why, really, what happens to women affects all of us. And, of course, that brings us naturally to R&B, our favorite genre, no? Yes, it is. I didn't know that, but apparently, yes. <laughs> and this is a hot new jam, Masterpiece. Masterpiece, you better believe it. Anusha, we were watching this music video recently. What's going on on screen? Oh, you won't even believe it. I mean, think a young Vanilla Ice and a younger Rihanna. She's climbing through this long black dinner table with a dead pig in the middle. She's dipping her acrylic nails into melted chocolate. And, you know, I mean, think hypersexual. Everything is over the top and sexual. I mean, there's butts being smacked, there's outfits. It's, the whole thing is really hot, but... Exactly. But there's no pleasure on the women's face. (laughs) (laughs) And that sets us up for this discussion, which is actually not about this R&B video, but what this R&B video is actually... Behind the scenes of the entire R&B industry, really. And that is the subject of a new film called Beyond the Lights, which is coming out this month in the U.S. And Anusha and I had a chance to see an early screening of it, and I wanted very much for us to have a discussion about this movie. It's directed by Gina Prince-Bythewood, and right after that video that we see Anusha in, in the film, we learn that this woman, who is this pop star named Noni, is actually so depressed by what she has to portray that she is on the verge of suicide. Can you look at me for a second? No, wait! Hey, 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 look at me! I see you. I see you. And what we're hearing here is the love story between Noni and the cop who saves her. Yeah, who sees her, saves her. That night on the balcony, you were screaming, I see you. So, just what do you see? You know, it's so interesting in how we're introduced to Noni and what we see afterwards is how how young women are exploited, really, to the point of, of such objectification that they become really suicidal. I mean, she's really treated like a piece of meat. And you see it in the Masterpiece video, and then you see the effects that this is having on, on Noni herself, who we get to know more and more throughout the course of the film. I mean, one of the reasons that you get a film like this is because the woman who's directing it is a black woman director. Oh, and she is so awesome. Her name Let's is talk G- about it. Her name is Gina Prince-Bythewood, and it's her film. It was her baby. She has written it, directed it, produced it. And I want to just play for you a, a brief cut of her saying, you know, why she wanted to make this film about Noni. With this film, what we're trying to say is, however you present yourself, you have to be authentic to who you are. It cannot be forced upon you. It has to be your voice and your choices. And when it's not, that's when the damage is done, when 
when you're speaking for others and you lose your voice. Oh, so I finding your voice. Finding your voice. And you know what? What is so important about what she said is that you hear so often about um, there's not enough women in Hollywood, right? There's not enough women in lead roles. There's not enough women uh, producers, directors. And what's so great about this director of this movie, she's a, a triple threat in many ways. And she fought so hard to get this film made. And I think that it represents how important it is to not only keep your voice, but also speak for so many people that that are voiceless and this this film makes a huge statement on behalf of women of color men of color and women in hollywood period what we're talking about with beyond the lights is a love story wrapped within a broader story about uh the pop industry about feminism about women's portrayal i mean it all sounds like it can get a little overcooked like there's too many ingredients in this pot what did you think when you saw the film you saw the film a few weeks ago Um, Why did you like it so much? I liked it so much for so many reasons. First of all, it's a really well-made film. You think it's going to be, you know, some kind of sappy R&B love story, but there's so much depth to it. I was just a girl, you were just a boy, together we were you know what she did so beautifully is that, you know, you, we were talking about how there's so many heavy, heavy issues in this. I mean, hello, racism, feminism, ageism, <laughs> sexism, what's going on? But, you know, she, uh, Gina Prince-Bythewood really kind of wraps it all up in this beautiful love story, which is the core of the film. And that's something everybody relates to. I mean, I'm not objectifying Nate Parker when I talk about his muscles. I just fell in love. I fell in love. Made extraordinary love. Extraordinary love. Anusha, one of the other things I really loved about this film was that it had a predominantly black cast. Most of the characters are black. It's the world of R&B. And yet, it's so well done that it, it really is not a film about race. It's not a film about confronting white supremacy in any way. It's really a film about these characters. I found myself forgetting about race watching this film. Well, I wouldn't go to that extreme because, I mean, I agree with you to the point that it wasn't 12 years a slave. But it's also like, hello, it's R&B. He's a black cop. She's a black R&B singer. I mean, when there are so many, uh, I mean, it is all black. So, of course, you're going to notice the fact that they, that they are all black. But I understand what you're saying. I mean, you're not thinking all the time, like, oh, they're going to discuss race relations. So, Well, and the other thing, obviously, that's pretty black about the film, as you said, is the R&B element. But the music. It. Yeah, and so let's talk about the music, because of all these heavy themes, I mean, I fell totally in love with this movie because of the soundtrack. And one of yeah. my, I mean, let's listen to one of the jams on the film's soundtrack. Party till the sun comes up till the sun goes down. You know what this movie reminded me of? Like, back in the 90s. Do you remember those string of, like, all-black, really great movies? And The Best Man, Waiting to Exhale, and they just come with these fabulous um, soundtracks. We should have more of this. (laughs) Bilal and I are having a moment at the studio. We're grinding. Not with each other. <laughs> Not with each other. Just with, with the, the microphone. Just with the soundtrack. Hey, yo, Mavado, tell him like a shot. Hello. Tell oh, Nicki Minaj is here. Hi. In our ears. <laughs> Nicki. Link my dudes up. The coupe black and blue, yup, it's bruised up. I'm like, who's up? Girls is used up. Okay. This is my sons, I tied my tubes up. Tell him again. 
Anusha, you write a lot about women's um, experiences in women's lives and their challenges that they face. You know, we're talking here about a mainstream movie that's going to be in movie theaters across the country and multiplexes that kids can go see on a Friday night. What role do you see um, pop culture like that? I mean, this is a movie about pop culture. This is a movie about R&B inspired by the Rihannas of the world. In your writing, in your world, do you think a big movie like this or a movie that people can see in a theater can actually be part of that conversation, can inform the way people think about these issues? Oh, definitely. In many ways, it's kind of driving and framing these conversations that we're having. I mean, people get so worked up about, oh, pop culture feminism and Beyonce feminism and dismissive of that and this. It doesn't have to be perfect, but at the end of the day, these are the people that play a huge part in determining what our culture is. They play such a huge part in determining what cool is. So, yes, Beyonce can have feminisms flashing behind her while she's performing at stage and then twerk point two seconds later. But at the end of the day, are we talking about these issues? I mean, how many people are going to come out of this theater watching after watching Beyond the Lights and being like, God, can you imagine what it's like to be a young woman in the, in the pop industry and having, I mean, hundreds of men telling you what to do and kind of bossing you around to do that. I mean, you really have very little say. And people like Bilal and myself are just going to jump on it because there's so much to talk about and there's so much to write about. And um, I don't think it could be coming out at, at a more exciting time. And I would just say as a, as a film nerd, and that's really like the primary way that I would identify myself, it's Aww. a great movie. And it's a movie that I really loved and I'm so happy that we got to talk about it. I can't believe it. you saw it twice. I mean, you really loved it. Can, wait, can I flip the interview on you? I mean, <laughs> What did you really love about this movie? <laughs> it was Nate. I know it. Um, you know, I, I had to say, like, maybe it's the growing up in Richmond, maybe it's being a kid of the 90s. Like, I love R&B and I love that world. And I think it's amazing how rare it is actually to see that in film. But she had no boys to men, which was like the embodiment. Right. No, but but the, the idea that, you know, when you have a more diverse group of filmmakers working and telling stories, yeah. we as audiences are really the ones that benefit from that. Yeah. Because we can tune into so many different kinds of worlds. And I guess what excited me as a film lover is that she took us to a world that we haven't seen in the, in the movie theater. Yeah. And, and into a kind of aesthetic and into a storytelling and into characters that I just was really happy to get to meet. So I just loved it as an audience member. There were a lot of tears I had to cry through. A lot of battles left me battered and bruised. And now was shattered and my heart ripped in two. I was broken. I was broken. Anusha, thank you so much for being here and being part of the first episode of The B-Sides. Thank you so much for having me. I'm so honored and so excited. And we were talking on our on our first episode about Beyond the Lights, the new film by Gina Prince-Bythewood about a fictional R&B singer who is trying to find her own voice. So thank you. Thank you so much, Bilal. I'm grateful for the sun. Make me appreciate the sun. All the best for B-Side. And if you flip over to the other side, it's the A-Side. A-Sides for Anoushe of Anoushe'sPoint.com. Until next time. Till next time, make sure you follow me on Twitter at Anoushe's Point. <laughs> and Facebook and Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs>